بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وسلم على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد we come to الحديث الرابع fourth حديث from the forty ahadith of Imam al-Nawawi that is the hadith from Abdullah ibn Mas'ud رضي الله عنه that he said حدثنا رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم وهو الصادق المصدوق. The Messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم he narrated to us and he is a صادق the one who is truthful المصدوق the one who is truly inspired by Allah and one who is believed in to be truthful. And he said إن أحدكم يجمع خلقه في بطن أمه أربعين يوما نطفة. The creation of one of you is gathered in the womb of his mother أربعين يوما نطفة. يعني uh, as a fluid, as يعني نطفة a drop of يعني mixed fluid for forty days. ثم يكون ثم يكون علقة مثل ذلك and then a person his creation becomes علقة يعني like a clot of blood مثل ذلك يعني in the womb and also uh, يعني forty days forty days in this and and the and his creation within these forty days becomes يعني علقة a clot of blood clot of thick blood ثم يكون ثم يكون مضغة مثل ذلك and then the next forty days again in the womb of his mother he becomes مضغة يعني like a chewed piece of flesh and then an angel is sent the angel is sent and he blows into it the ruh soul and he is commanded to write four things because to write his risk, his provisions. وَأَجَلِهِ And his lifespan. وَعَمَلِهِ And his actions. وَشَقِيٌّ أَوْ سَعِيدٌ And whether 
he will be a wretched person, a wretched person, or Sa'id, one who is يعني, blessed and happy. فَوَاللَّهِ الَّذِي لَا إِلَهَ غَيْرُهُ إِنَّ أَحَدُكُمْ لَا يَعْمَلُ بِعَمْلِ أَحْلِ الْجَنَّةِ حَتَّى مَا يَكُونُ بَيْنَهُ بَيْنَهَا إِلَّا ذِرَعٍ By Allah, the one besides whom there is no other God worthy of worship, that one of you will perform the actions of the people of Jannah, the people of Paradise, up until there doesn't remain between him and between Jannah, illa dhira' yani an arm span, in length. فَيَسْبِقُ عَلَيْهِ الْكِتَابِ and then the decree and that which has been written for him overtakes him. فَيَعْمَلُ بِعَمْلِ أَهْلِ النَّارِ فَيَدْخُلُهَا And so then he performs the action or an action from the actions of the people of the fire. And so he enters the fire. وَإِنَّ أَحَدَكُمْ لَا يَعْمَلُ بِعَمْلِ أَهْلِ النَّارِ And indeed one of you performs the actions of the people of the fire, حَتَّى مَا يَكُونُ بَيْنَهُ وَبَيْنَهِ إِلَّا ذِرَعَ Up until the point that there doesn't remain between him and the fire and entering the fire, إِلَّا ذِرَعَ Except for an amspan, فَيَسْبِقُ عَلَيْهِ الْكِتَابِ And then the decree overtakes him, فَيَعْمَلُ بِعَمْلِ أَهْلِ الْجَنَّةِ فَيَدْخُلُهَا And then he performs the action of the people of paradise, the people of Jannah, and so he enters Jannah. And that hadith was recorded by Al-Bukhari and Muslim. So this is the fourth hadith that Imam An-Nawi he brought in his kitab Al-Arba'oon An-Nawawiyyah. As for the companion, the Sahabi, then he is Abu Abdurrahman, Abu Abdurrahman, Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, Ibn Ghafil al-Hudhali. That's his kunya, Abu Abdurrahman. And his name, Abdullah. Abdullah ibn Mas'ud. Ibn Ghafil al-Hudhali. And al-Hudhali is an inscription to Hudayl from his forefathers, Ibn Hudayl, Ibn Mudrika, Ibn Ilyas, Ibn Mudar, Ibn Nizar, Ibn Ma'ad, Ibn Adnan. And again, for those who were present in the... Uh, session we uh, gave concerning the lineage, then <clears throat> you will see here that uh, eventually his lineage meets with the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam as it relates to the forefathers with Mudrika, with Mudrika. And he is from those Arabs that are, huh? we said there are two types, Al-Arab Al-Musta'arabah and huh? Arab al-Aribah Arab al-Aribah Who We said that the messenger of Allah Sallam Was from Which? Musa'arba And so We mention Also that there Is From one of these names that we just mentioned That The Arab, the Arab al-Musa'arba Are attributed to one of these names that we just mentioned From the forefathers of Ibn Mas'ud And from the forefathers of the messenger of Allah Sallam do you remember? Adnan. Huh? Ismaq Ant. Adnan. 
Adnan. So, يعني he was from the Arab Mustarabah. Arab Mustarabah. He was from the Sabiqun al-Awwalun. He was from the foremost and the first of those who accepted Islam. He accepted Islam very early on. In fact, he mentioned Abdullah ibn Mas'ud about himself. He said, لَقَدْ رَأَيْتُنِي سَادِ السِّتَّةِ That I saw myself that I was the sixth from six people who accepted Islam. وَمَا عَلَى الْأَرْضِ مُسْلِمْ غَيْرُنَا And there was not another Muslim upon the earth except for us six. Shows to you how early his Islam was. And he accepted Islam very early on. He was from the Sabiqun al-Awwalun. And his father died in Jahiliyyah. His father died in Jahiliyyah. As for his mother, then she accepted Islam and she was from the Sahaba. She was, she was from the Sahaba. And that is why sometimes he is attributed to his mother. Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, also, sometimes he's attributed to his mother. Ibn Ummi Abd. Ibn Ummi Abd. Well, his mother's name was uh, Um Abdullah. Um Abdullah. So, ascribing Abdullah ibn Mas'ud to his mother was by her name, Yani Um Abdullah. So, Ibn Ummi Abd. Ibn Ummi Abd. Her name was Ibn uh, Um Abdullah bint Wad bin Sawa. And so, he was known also by Ibn Ummi Abd, by way of an inscription to his mother, because she became Muslim. Ibn Ummi Abd. And that is why the Messenger of Allah, وسلم, he said, Tamasaku bi ahdi Ibn Ummi Abd. Hold on to the, يعني, to the advice of Ibn Ummi Abd, meaning Abdullah ibn Mas'ud. And also, Radiyatu li ummati. I am pleased for my ummah. Ma radiya laha. Ibn Ummi Abd. I am pleased for my Ummah. That which Ibn Ummi Abd, يعني, Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, is pleased with for them. And the story of his Islam, Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, radiyallahu anhu, the story of his Islam is well known, and that is that he used to attend to sheep. He used to attend to sheep of Uqbah bin Abi Mu'ayt. And one day, when the Messenger of Allah وسلم, and he was with Abu Bakr Siddiq, anhu, when they, they walked by, and, and the Messenger of Allah وسلم, he said, Ya Ghulam, hal min laban? Oh young boy, do you have any milk? Yani that you can give to us. And so he said, yes, but I've been entrusted, and I can't give you this milk. And so the Messenger of Allah وسلم, he said, do you have a female? Do you have a female sheep who, or that hasn't been, yani, uh, approached by male sheep? Yani, that doesn't have any, any milk. And so he said yes. And so he brought the, the female, had no milk. And then the Messenger of Allah وسلم, he passed his hand by yani, the udders of the animal. And then they became full. It became full. And the, the Messenger of Allah milked the, the, the animal 
and he drank from the milk, and also Abu Bakr Siddiq, radiallahu anhu. And then he said, Iqlis, meaning go back, shrink, go back, uh, meaning to the others. And so they retracted and shrunk. And so Abdullah bin Mas'ud, when he saw this, then he became Muslim. He became Muslim. He made the, he made the hijrah, both the hijras to, to Habasha, both times, and also to, to Medina. And he accompanied the Messenger of Allah with all of the, in, in all of the battles and all of those major events. He was there. And he was known as Sahib Na'alain. Sahib Na'alain. Wal Wisad. Wal Siwak. Tahur. He was known, Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, he was known as the companion of the Na'alain, of the sandals. Meaning he would hold the sandals of the Messenger of Allah and place them uh, on his feet. And also, he would carry the, the, the pillow of the Messenger of Allah And also the siwak. The siwak. And he would bring the water with which the Messenger of Allah would make wudu. He used to walk with the Messenger of Allah besides him and in front of him. And he used to hide him when he would take ghusl. He would always be with him. He would, he would wake him up when he was asleep. When he needed to be wake, woken up. And he was, he was well known for accompanying the Messenger of Allah To the point where Abu Musa al-Ashari, anhu, he said that he and his brother, Abu Musa and his brother, that they came and they stayed with Abdullah bin Mas'ud for, for some time. And he didn't think except that Abdullah bin Mas'ud was from the family of the Messenger of Allah and his mother. Due to him constantly entering into the household of the Messenger of Allah and staying there and being there. Him and his mother. So he said we used to consider him as being from the family and the household of the Messenger of Allah This was Abdullah bin Mas'ud. So as, as we mentioned last week, what do we say here? What do we say here for Abdullah bin Mas'ud? Do we say radiallahu anhu? Or do we say radiallahu anhuma? Radiallahu anhu, because his father died in Jahiliya. And his mother, she, um, she became Muslim. Alhamdulillah. He died in the, the year, the 30, 30, uh, the, uh, 32nd year after the Hijrah. And يعني, oh, there's a difference of opinion in the 32nd year or the 33rd year. Um, around the age of 60, again, difference of opinion. Um, and he died in Medina. Although there are those who say that he died in, in Kufa. But the stronger position seems to be in Medina. And he was buried in the Baqi'ah. He was buried in the Baqi'ah. He narrates 848 ahadith from the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. 848 ahadith, 120 of them in the Sahihain, in the, in the Sahih of Imam al-Bukhari and Imam Muslim. And this hadith is from them, from those hadith that were narrated by the Shaykhan, al-Bukhari and Muslim. And so Abdullah bin Mas'ud, he mentions here that the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he told them and he narrated to them. 
And he said, he's a sadiq, the truthful al-masduq. One who is yani, truly inspired by Allah, one who is believed in by the people, they believe in him. And he mentioned in this hadith, that the messenger of Allah sallallahu he informed the Sahaba concerning the creation of man, the different stages, that, his, that the creation of man, and his creation, what it goes through. And so he said, إِنَّ أَحَدُكُمْ يُجْمَعُ خَلْقُهُ فِي بَطْنِ أُمِّهِ أَرْبَعِينَ يَوْمًا نُطْفَةً A hadith which we read out at the beginning, that one of you, his creation is gathered in the womb of his mother, أَرْبَعِينَ يَوْمًا وَأَرْبَعِينَ يَوْمًا نُطْفَةً يعني uh, 40 days for 40 days and we're looking at the stage now at the stages of the creation of man for the first 40 days his creation begins with a drop of fluid يعني uh, mixed fluid from the male and female يعني sexual discharge that this is the first stage for the first 40 days for the first 40 days and within that period يعني, begins to develop until that second period of 40 days then it turns into this fluid turns into alaqa that clot of thick blood and in the wording of Sahih Muslim, of Imam Muslim, that Imam Muslim narrated, it mentions concerning the alaqa, ثُمَّ يَكُونُ فِي ذَلِكَ عَلَقَةً مِثْلَ ذَلِكَ يعني, um, as it's come, that a person, he, that, that, that second stage, the nutfa, يعني في ذلك with slightly different wording في ذلك يعني in the same place meaning in the womb مثل ذلك also يعني like the 40 days so the first ذلك في ذلك refers to the womb so the second stage the creation becomes what? علقة clot of thick blood where? In the womb. مِثْلَ يعني في ذلك يعني in that womb. مِثْلَ ذلك That second ذلك That refers to the 40 days. So, in the womb also and also 40 days. Until it completes and or it develops and then in the third stage it becomes مُضْغَة مُضْغَة Becomes like a piece of flesh, chewed. Yani piece of flesh. Yani like the shakal and the form of it is like a chewed substance or a piece of flesh. This is the third stage. And so here now, up until now, how many days do we have? 120. So the first stage, 40. 
And in that stage, the creation is what? Nutfa, fluid. The second stage, alaqa, clot of blood. And that is for 40 days. So that's 80 days. And the third stage, mudra, which means a piece of flesh. And that is for another 40 days. So that's 120 days. Yani, how many months? Four months. Four months. So at this point now, after the passing of 120 days and four months, at this stage, ثُمَّ يُرْسَلَ إِلَيْهِ الْمَلَكِ Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He sends the angel. فَيَنْفَخُ فِيهِ الرُّوحِ And He blows the soul into the womb. He blows the soul. And here now we have the fourth stage. The fourth stage. And so now we are entering into which month? The fifth month. The fifth month. That is why here now we have uh, four months. That is why the scholars, they mentioned that the hikmah and the wisdom behind the woman who has become widowed by with the death of her husband, then her idda period, her waiting period is how long? Four months, 20 days. Four months and 10 days. Huh? Four months and ten days. Four months and ten days. Why? Because in that four months, huh? it's possible that she's pregnant. It's possible that she's pregnant. And so the ten days, as some of the scholars say, is يعني احتياط. Four months and ten days. The ten days يعني as يعني, um, uh, precaution. يعني. And so that's the wisdom behind uh, the waiting period for the woman who has become widowed with the death of her husband, that she has to wait four months and ten days. And in that is istibra al-rahim. Yani, to make sure that her, her womb is clear of yani, any child. And so here now, before we go on to the the... Second part of the hadith, wherein there's a mention of the angel and that which he writes when he is sent to this soul or to this womb with the soul. That Ibn Athaymeen he mentions that this here shows to us <coughs> the miracles that were given to the Messenger of Allah and that knowledge that he was given. And it was knowledge from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that it wasn't possible for the Messenger of Allah to come to this knowledge. Yani, a person would be amazed at this yani, detail and how it's accurate and how the modern day yani, uh, the medical equipment and the medical advancement confirms this. However, that Medical advancement wasn't around at that time. And so, that is why Abdullah ibn Sa'ud, he began by saying, Haddathana Rasulullah Rasulullah wa huwa as-sadiq wal-masduq. 
Because that which is you going, that which I'm going to narrate to you, yani, it's from the 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 ilm al ghayb, from the ilm al ghayb. Not possible for a person to come to that except through revelation in that time. So that is why he said as-sadiq wal-masduq. And Sheikh Rahimullah ibn Uthaymeen, he said that, Naam, that, that is something which is amazing. However, the angel coming with the four matters and writing those four matters, then that is even more amazing. That is even more greater. That he came, he comes with the writing of the risk, with the yani, with the lifespan, with the writing of the actions, and whether that person is wretched or blessed. And again, that's why all of these matters are from the ilm al-ghayb, and that's why he, Abdullah bin Mas'ud, he began with that statement, وَهُوَ الصَّادِقُ masduq. There are many ayats also in the Qur'an that confirm that which is coming in the hadith concerning the stages of creation. Like the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, نَخْلُقُكُمْ فِي بِطُونِ أُمَّهَاتِكُمْ خَلْقًا مِنْ بَعْدِ خَلْقٍ فِي ظُلُمَاتِ ثَلَاثٍ That we create you in the wombs of your mothers, خَلْقًا مِنْ بَعْدِ خَلْقٍ Yani creation after creation. Creation after creation. In the three veils of darkness. And also the saying of Allah, وَلَقَدَ خَلَقَنَا الْإِنسَانَ مِنْ سُلَالَةٍ مِنْ طِينَ we have, we, have, we have created man from an extract of tin, clay. An extract of clay. ثُمَّ جَعَلْنَاهُ نُطْفَةٍ And then we made him a nutfah. So that's the, this, the stage that was mentioned, the first stage that was mentioned. Nutfah. In a safe lodging and in a safe place. In the womb. In the womb. And then we made the nutfa to, be, to become a clot of blood. And then we created the alaqa, that clot of blood, as a mudra, as a. Uh, a piece of flesh, like a chewed piece of flesh. Uh, and then we created the mudra, that piece of flesh, to have bones. To have bones. And then we clothe these, these bones with flesh. And then we brought forward Yani, a new crea- uh, another creation, another form of the creation. Yani, became man, becomes man. Allahu ahsan al-khaliqeen. Blessed is Allah, the best of the creators. So here we have the stages mentioned in the Quran. In the Quran also. Before we go on to the rest of the hadith, um, and we mentioned that these stages... Mentioned there are three stages mentioned here, or four stages with the blowing of the soul. That after 120 days, yani four months, the fetus now becomes 
alive and a person, and, yani, with a soul. Insan becomes a person now. Before that, then it was, yani, when, before the, the, the four months and the 120 days, it is not considered as a person. Question that if, or within the 40 days of yani, that first stage, the stage of the nutfa, the fluid, is it permissible to abort? Abortion? Is it permissible? Hmm? What's the condition? Mm-hmm. <coughs> mm-hmm. Any other opinion? So the question is in the first 40 days, in the first 40 days, is it permissible to? يعني أبوت تعرف الأبوت معنى الأبوت يعني إلقاء إلقاء شو اسمه أي وجهات سمونه نعم is it permissible so we had يعني uh, someone say that يعني if there's any if there's harm to the mother huh? okay طيب so the first Opinion is that it's permissible, that it's allowed. That's one opinion, that it's allowed. Because yani it is not yet a person. It is not yet a person. And it hasn't become blood yet. And the, yani the blood is that which forms the foundation of a person. The blood. So in that first 40 days, yani it is not considered a person. The second view is that it is impermissible. La yujus. Yani haram. And the proof that is used here by the scholars who say it is haram to abort is فَجَعَلْنَاهُ فِي قَرَارٍ مَكِينٍ إِلَىٰ قَدَرٍ مَعْلُومٍ That we made the nutfa, yani the nutfa that fluid in قَرَار Makin in yani, a safe place and a safe lodging, yani the womb. Ila qadrim ma'lum, yani for a known period. And so the scholars here they mention that it is not permissible tra- to, 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 to transgress against that yani qarar makin. Not permissible to tra- transgress against that. And yani to transgress against the fetus and that which is in the womb. And so Shaykh Ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah, he mentioned that this is the closest and the strongest of the, of the positions. This is the strongest of the positions. And it's haram. However, the haram nature of it is not like the haram nature of when it goes beyond 120 days. 120 days, after 120 days, after yani four months, after the blowing of the soul, haram. Haram. Because now it's a person, it's a soul. Hmm? But before that, According to Sheikh Al-Dameen and many other, and other scholars, haram, but not like, not to that level that, that haram nature, that forbidden nature is not like the, the level of after it being, yani going beyond, after going beyond uh, 
120 days, four months. As for if she's sick or there's fear for her, yani within the first, we're talking about within the first 40 days, then it's permissible due to necessity. It's permissible if it's feared for her in the first 40 days, then it's permissible if it's feared for her. Um, if the fetus died before four months, if it dies before reaching four months, completing four months, and it, yeah, it is a miscarriage, a miscarriage, then what do we do here? Yeah, and what's the ruling of that? There it? Huh? Is that right? MashaAllah, MashaAllah. Naam. That's, that's, yani, if, uh, before the four months, it is a miscarriage, then the, yani, whatever comes out, if, then that is to be buried. Huh? Yeah, yani, under the ground. Um, but, yani, it's not to be prayed over. It's not washed, it's not named, it's not aqiqa, uh, uh, none of these things. Just buried. And it doesn't even have to be in the graveyard of the Muslims. Because it's not yet a person. It's not yet a person. Tayyip. Muslims don't have to do this? Or in the hospital also? Um, wallahu a'lam. Wallahu a'lam. Um, but, you know, um, here from what the scholars, they say that it is not a person. So even يعني, if we were to say that it, it has to be a Muslim who does it, then is it because we're saying that, that, that it, it is Muslim? And if we're saying if it is Muslim, then it should be buried in the graveyard of the Muslims. But they don't, they don't say that. It can be buried anywhere. Sheikh Ibn Baz, he mentioned the same thing. It can be buried, buried anywhere. It's not a condition that is buried in the... Uh, in the graveyard of the Muslims because it is not yet a person it's not yet a person so we come to the issue of the, the يعني, it, it going beyond now four months and entering into the fifth month so 120 days have passed and the soul has been blown blown into the uh, into the يعني, to the uh, fetus and there's a miscarriage so, what do we do here? What do we do here? If the baby moves when it comes out, huh? and it does um, a sound, um, and it does something, mm -hmm. then it's to be considered like a normal baby that has, just, that has passed away. But if it doesn't, uh -huh. it's to be considered a baby that never had a soul. Daib. So, naam. So, what we say here is, and what the scholars, they say, is that, Yani after four months, yani must, now we're talking about going into the fifth month. Going into the fifth month. After four months have completed. Then here now, yani, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he mentions, ثُمَّ مِنْ مُضْغَةٍ مُخَلَّقَةٍ yani After that stage of mudga, becomes مُخَلَّقَةٍ وَغَيْرِ مُخَلَّقَةٍ yani Either formed or unformed. Yani either the, 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 the mudga becomes... Uh, yani a, ch a, a baby and a child and yani is born 
and lives or unformed يعني miscarriage يعني miscarriage so here um, at this stage or in this situation here then the uh, the baby or the miscarriage is washed it is shrouded it is prayed over it is buried in the graveyard of the Muslims and it is named it is named and there is the aqiqah also Sheikh Ibn Hathameen he mentions that if the mudgha غير مخلقة so now the miscarriage here um, for the woman then after the miscarriage then that blood that bleeding is not considered the bleeding of nifas the post natal bleeding but rather this is considered يعني the uh, irregular bleeding it's considered as the irregular bleeding like the irregular bleeding like the mustahab the irregular bleeding and here now she would يعني, uh, she would make a ghusl and she would then she would continue to pray and she would make wudu for every prayer طيب. so we continue with the hadith and then at that point Abdullah, Abdullah ibn Saud he mentioned that the messenger of Allah he said that the angel, Allah sends the angel and he is commanded with the writing of four things. The first of them, with the writing of his risk and his provisions. Here, Sheikh Ibn Thamir, he says that the risk is of two types. The provision is of two types. There's that provision, يَقُومُ بِهِ الْبَدَنِ By way of which, his, يعني his body, uh, يعني, uh, survives. And that is the writing of his provisions such as food and drink, clothing, uh, يعني what type of home he will live in, his, يعني even the transport, his, his, the different, his different forms of transport to this detail that this is written, all kinds of, or types of provision, that is written. And also, the second form of risk, huh? risk, يعني يقوم به الدين, يعني الروح, يعني الدين, نعم. يعني, um, that provision, by, يعني, which is connected to his religion. And so, العلم, that علم, that he may be given, that knowledge, that knowledge, and also Iman, his, يعني Iman, his, these matters are written down. يعني his lifespan, his lifespan, how long he lived for. And the people they differ as it relates to their lifespans. From them, one who dies at birth, one who dies at birth, and then you have the one who lives for a hundred years. Or beyond a hundred years. And so the people, they differ. And the nations before, Sheikh Ibn Haymin, he mentions that they used to live longer. But the length and the duration of a person's lifespan, then it is not down to man. It's not down to a person. He doesn't decide that. And it doesn't come down to a person's health. 
Because a person can die even with an accident. A person can die. And he's in the best of conditions as it relates to his health. The best condition he could be in as it relates to his health. But Allah may decree that he dies even in that condition, in that state. وَعَمَلُهُ And his actions, and all of his actions are written down. His speech, yani his actions that are performed by his body, his limbs, and the actions of his heart. All of these things are written down. وَشَقِيٌّ أَوْ سَعِيدٌ And this is the ending. His ending is written down. Whether he will be shaqi, yani wretched, or whether he will be sa'id. Whether he will be blessed and, 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 and happy. And all of this is from the perfect and complete knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that goes back to the qadr of Allah. And as we mentioned before in uh, some of the previous lessons, that the qadr of Allah, when we talk about that pillar of Iman, that pillar of Iman, that sixth pillar of Iman, then that is of four levels. Four levels. And we mentioned, and again, very briefly, those four levels. The first is that ilm. That ilm al-sabiq. That knowledge, that perfect and complete knowledge with Allah concerning everything that will take place within the creation. And that which will not take place. And that which, if it was to take place, how it would be. Now all of this, يعني, Allah, this is the complete nature of Allah, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's knowledge. And as has come in the hadith, كَتَبَ اللَّهُ مَقَادِيرِ الْخَلَائِقِ قَبْلَ أَنْ يَخْلُقُ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ بِخَمْسِينَ أَلْفِ سَنَةِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He wrote the maqadir, He wrote the, يعني, the decrees, and He wrote everything, that which will take place in the heavens and in the earth, يعني, before 50,000 years, before the creation. This is the perfect and complete knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the second level is... Kitab, the writing. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He wrote this down. This was written down. All of these affairs, all of these matters were written down. As I was mentioning that hadith, Katab Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wrote down these matters and everything that will happen within the creation. And the third, Mashiach, the will of Allah. Nothing happens within the creation except by the will of Allah. Yes, we have a will. وَمَا تَشَاءُونَ إِلَّا أَيْ يَشَاءُ اللَّهِ So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He affirmed a will for us. وَمَا تَشَاءُونَ So He affirmed in the Qur'an that you have a will. But also, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has a will. And our will is, يعني, مرتبطة, or tied with the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Meaning, that you don't will something, Whatever you will, it will not occur unless Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he allows that and wills that thing to, ha- to take place. The fourth, khalq. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He created everything. He created everything that exists and He created their ahwal, the different conditions and their, their actions. 
He created everything. We talked about this in one of the previous lessons, and this is from the pillars of the Iman, the pillars of Iman, and also even the hadith of Jibreel. And we mentioned the reason why Abdullah or, or uh, Ibn Umar, he narrated that hadith from his father, Umar bin Khattab, that he, yani, uh, he narrated it because there were those who rejected the Qadr of Allah. They rejected the Qadr of Allah. And that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He knows what will take place. And so, that is uh, the sixth pillar of, 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 uh, of Iman, and it is obligatory for every Muslim to believe in that pillar. And then, the Messenger of Allah sallallahu he said, فَوَالَّذِي لَا إِلَهَ غَيْرُ أَنَّ أَحَدَكُمْ By Allah, the one, besides whom there is no other God worthy of worship. إِنَّ أَحَدَكُمْ One of you, لَا يَعْمَلْ بِعَمْلِ أَحْلِ الْجَنَّةِ One of you will perform, one of you performs the actions of the people of Jannah up until there doesn't remain between him entering Jannah except for an arm span. فَيَسْبِقُ عَلَيْهِ الْكِتَابِ Then the decree of Allah, that which has been written down, written for him, يعني overtakes, overtakes him and then he performs the action of the people or يعني, the actions of the people of the hellfire, and so he enters the hellfire. So here, after mentioning the beginning of man's creation, so the first part of the hadith mentions the beginning of his creation. Now here is the ending of man. So the first part of the hadith is the beginning of man and his creation. And the latter part of the hadith is concerning his ending and his, and his conclusion and his final end and the conditions of the people as uh, was mentioned by Sheikh Abdul Muhsin Al-Abad Al-Abad Hafidhullah he said that the conditions of the people the conditions of the people as it relates to the yani al-bidayat wa nihayat the people, as it relates to their beginning and their ending, are four. The first, man, bidayatu, hasana. Wa nihayatu, hasana. One whose beginning is a good beginning, and his ending is a good ending. That's the first. Good beginning, and good ending. The second, Man bidayatu sayyi'ah, the one who is, whose beginning is an evil beginning, a bad beginning, wa nihayatu sayyi'ah, also. And his ending is also evil and a bad ending. So this is the second. Ba- bad beginning and a bad ending. The third, one whose beginning is hasana, is good, and his ending is sayyi'ah. And his ending is a bad ending. That's the third. Yani good beginning, bad ending. The fourth and the last one is the one whose beginning is evil, or a bad beginning, and his ending is hasan, is a good ending. These latter two, 
as what is what has come in the hadith. The, hadith. the latter two is what has come in this hadith. So the first we said is what? The one who has a good ending and but, uh, a good ending. Good, good beginning and good ending. The second one, bad, begin, bad beginning and bad ending. The third, good beginning, bad ending. Fourth, bad ending, uh, bad beginning and good ending. These latter two are what have come in the hadith. And so here now, there's a problem for many. And that is, how is it that a person may work his whole life, or or the main portion of his life, with performing the actions of the people of paradise? But at the end, there's the fire for him. There's the fire. So this, no doubt, when a person... And a, and a Muslim, he, he reads the likes of this hadith, then yani, it strikes some fear into a person. That a person may yani, have this type of ending, maybe uh, yani, a good beginning, but a bad ending. And I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he gives us all a good ending. But here, that some of the scholars, they explain this by saying, that this is referring to the one who his beginning was good in what it seemed to the people. As has come in the hadith in Sahih Muslim. That one of you that one of you will perform the actions of the people of Jannah in what is apparent to the people. In, which, in that which is apparent to the people. And then the decree of Allah takes over and then He performs the actions of the people of the fire. Because in reality, His actions all along were the people of the fire. Uh, but it just seemed to the people that yani His actions are the people of Jannah. So for example, the munafiq, the munafiq, the hypocrite. Wadih. Is it clear? Yani the, the hypocrite. Or the one who used to do things to show off. So this is yani, uh, one explanation. Another explanation is that yani, it's on its apparent meaning. It's on its apparent meaning. That yes, that narration that mentions is concerning the munafiq and concerning the one who does things for showing off. However, the wording... Without that additional wording, in its real sense, an apparent sense, that he did those actions with ikhlas, sincerity, and in the manner of how the people of Jannah performed those actions. However, he died, and he dies, whilst performing an action of the people of the fire. And so, he finishes with an evil ending. He finishes with an evil ending. However, if he is... A mu'min, muwahid. If he's a Muslim, a person of Tawheed, person of Tawheed, then, as we know from the belief of Ahl Sunnah, is that a person يعني, can enter the fire for a duration, a Muslim, muwahid, can enter the fire for a duration, يعني, whatever Allah wills, 
and be punished in the fire and then be put into Jannah. And that which is commonly mentioned when discussing this hadith by the scholars is that hadith in the Sahihain narrated by Sahil bin Sa'ad wherein he mentioned that in one of the battles there was a man amongst the Muslims fighting with the Muslims who when the army armies used to retract he used to go out and follow every isolated mushrik he would follow yani the the isolated mushrikeen those who yani were separate from the army and he would yani he would kill him he would kill him and he fought bravely and he would kill many from the mushrikeen until the messenger of allah sallallahu he said he said, إِنَّهُ مِنْ أَحْلِ النَّارِ He is from the people of the fire. Indeed, he is from the people of the fire. And so, the Sahabi, he mentions that he went out to the point where, they said, some of them, they said that we began to doubt the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu So he said, I went out and followed him. And I saw that when he became severely wounded, that he took his knife, his sword, and killed himself. And killed himself. And so he came back and he said, Ashhad an annak Rasulullah. I bear witness that you are the Messenger of Allah. So the Messenger of Allah then he said, Inna rajul la ya'mal bi'amali ahlil jannah fi ma yabdu linnas. Indeed, a man will perform the actions of the people of paradise. In what is apparent to the people. In that which is apparent to the people. وَإِنَّهُ لَمِنْ أَحْلِ النَّارِ However, he is from the people of the fire. وَيَعْمَلْ بِعَمْلِ أَحْلِ النَّارِ فِيمَا يَبْدُوا لِلنَّاسِ And then a person may perform the actions of the people of the fire. In that which is apparent to the people. وَهُوَ مِنْ أَحْلِ الْجَنَّةِ You may have a Muslim who maybe commit those major sins. Commit those sins. And a person, he looks and says, they, those are the actions of the people of the fire. However, if he's a person of Tawheed, and you don't know, maybe he's done something that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will, by way of that, and maybe in action towards the end of his life, by way of that, Allah will forgive all his sins and he will enter Jannah. It's not for us to make that ruling upon that person. That he's from the people of the hellfire, the people of the paradise. And that is that end that is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Naam. And so, the one who may fall un- into these two categories, so an example, so we mentioned this hadith, which is the example of the one who has a good beginning, but a bad ending. Also the murtad. The murtad. Yani the one who apostatizes. Apostate. One who lives a life of obedience and then he leaves Islam. So he dies as an apostate, as a disbeliever. So this is one who had a good beginning but a bad ending. The example of the one who has a bad beginning but a good ending, Yani Saharit Fir'aun. The magicians of Fir'aun. The magicians of Fir'aun. But indeed, the magicians of Fir'aun, they believed when those ayat came to them from Musa alayhi salam. And 
يعني they uh, they accepted Islam and it's mentioned in the books of Tafsir that Fir'aun he actually killed them in the manner that he threatened them with he he يعني he crucified them and chopped off their limbs from opposite directions but they chose that iman over يعني uh, that uh, threat that Fir'aun he made that he would kill them that they preferred their iman also the the يعني the the Jew who the messenger of Allah sallallahu went to visit when he was sick on his deathbed and he became muslim so that's an example and also uh, Amr ibn Thabit sahabi who يعني he accepted Islam Amr ibn Thabit he accepted Islam on the day of Uhud the battle of Uhud the, the day that, that battle took place and he was killed he was killed on the battlefield and when yani he was severely wounded and then when they came to him they said did you come did you come and just accepted islam on that day but prior to that he was a staunch enemy to the messenger of allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam to the muslims amr ibn thabit and then he accepted islam and went out to fight for the sake of allah jihad However, at the end of the battle, when they went round the bodies and they saw that he was alive, and he was still alive, but severely wounded, and they said to him, "Did you come out to defend your people, or ragbatan fil Islam, or yani, yani, because you desired Islam and to become a Muslim?" And he said, "Ragbatan fil Islam." He said, "Yani." Uh, due to Islam and he bore witness that that yani the shahada he took the shahada and he yani to the companions he made clear his 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 Islam and then he said convey my salams to the messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and he died convey my salams to the messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam didn't pray a single prayer as the scholars have mentioned didn't pray a single prayer not a single raka'ah he died and the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he bore witness that he's in Jannah. He said he's in Jannah. So it's coming the hadith uh, narrated by Ibn, Imam Ahmad, Ibn Hajar, he mentioned that the hadith is, is yani the sunnah and the chain is, is Hassan. Um, so that was Amr ibn Thabit. And also, the man who killed 100 men. The man, the man who killed 99 men and then completed 100. Also, he had a good ending. Naam. And so this hadith shows to us, ayyul ikhwa, that a person needs to strive and make sure that he works towards a good ending. That this shows to us that the believer is between al-raja' wal-khawf. Al-raja' wal-khawf. The believer is between hope and fear. Hope and fear. But a person still, he fears that he may have an evil ending, so he continuously works towards that good ending. Fears that he will have a bad ending, so he makes sure he takes those means to make sure that he has that good ending. And as Abdul Aziz ibn Abi Rawad he mentioned that he was present. He was present at the time of the death of a Muslim man. Yulakan la ilaha illallah, and he was being, yani, uh, encouraged to say 
la ilaha illallah the point of his death as the messenger of allah he said laqinu mawtakum la ilaha illallah and it prompts your dying ones to say la ilaha illallah the last thing that they say because the one whose yani last words are la ilaha illallah dakhala jannah and so he was present at the point of this man this muslim man who yani was dying however the last words that he said was that he disbelieves in it yani kafir bima taqul yani i don't believe in that which you say and then he died and then he he asked those who were present abd aziz he asked he said oh they said to him mudmin khamar mudmin khamar he was uh, yani he was a uh, yani a drunkard yani he was addicted to alcohol khamar and so no doubt uh, so abdul aziz he used to say fear the sins fear the dhunub the sins fear them they are what led him to this they are what led him to this and as has come also in that hadith inna al a'mal bil khawatim that the actions are by the endings the actions are by the endings and as the salaf they used to say yani the the al khawatim mirath as sawabiq the khawatim are the mirath of the sawabiq. That the, yani the endings are yani the inheritance of that which came before or of the beginnings. Yani the, act, the final ending of a person and the, that, that final conclusion is connected to the sawabiq, that which came before. That as some of the scholars have mentioned, this is nadir. And this is now that it's rare that a person, a Muslim, if he has an iman that is يعني, صادق, truthful and remains steadfast, then Allah Allah will not cause his actions to be lost. Allah will give strength. Allah gives strength to those who believe. With that قول, يعني, لا إله إلا الله. In this life, وَفِالْآخِرَةِ And the Messenger of Allah he said that is concerning Adab al-Qabr, punishment in the grave. So a person, no doubt, he's between Raja and Khawf. Hope and fear. But, يعني, the Muslim, he strives every day to make sure that he's performing those actions of the people of Jannah. Inshallah, he will die in that condition. And that is why the Messenger of Allah he used to make the dua, Ya... مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك. Make that dua, O Muslim. Make that dua every time. That is why Allah subhanahu wa taala He mentioned, يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون. يعني die in a state of Islam and constantly make that dua. يعني ربنا توفنا أو توفني مسلمة. Just before the prayer, I wanted to mention, and I delayed this, um, يعني, um, uh, deliberately, um, but um, يعني, as, soon as, as soon as we have time, then we bring it here. 
Uh, how long before the prayer? All right, five minutes. Uh, some points of benefit concerning that which we mentioned at the beginning part of the hadith concerning the, um, yani the, uh, the, the fetus and yani those affairs connected to, to miscarriage. Then, um, here, Sheikh Ibn Hamid, rahimahullah, he mentions concerning yani, if the miscarriage takes place after yani, the blowing of the, of the soul, then as we mentioned, it is washed, it is shrouded, it is prayed over, it is buried in the graveyard of the Muslims, and it is named, and uh, yani, the aqiqah is performed. Because now, it is a person. And the Sheikh, he mentioned that after the blowing of the soul, that it is not allowed under any condition to, to, to perform the abortion. After the blowing of the soul. And that is, as we mentioned, after how long? 120 days, 4 months. After 4 months. And now, it is a person, a life, uh, a life, that under any condition it is not allowed. But the Sheikh now is going to go into, go into some detail, and I believe one of the brothers mentioned that if there's any harm to the mother, fear of death to the mother, then what do we do in that situation? The Sheikh, uh, rahimahullah, he discusses that here. He says that, فَإِذَا يعني, uh, He mentions that if the soul has been blown in, فلا يمكن إسقاطه. It is not allowed or possible to uh, يعني, uh, carry out the, the, the abortion. He says, because لأن إسقاطه هنا إذن يكون سببا لحلاك. Because the abortion now will be a means to the destruction of that, of that يعني, child. ولا يجوز قتله وهو إنسان. It is not permissible to kill. To kill that which is in the womb, while it is a person. فَإِنْ قَالْ قائل. So if a person says, أَرَأَيْتُمْ لَوْ كَانَ إِبْقَاءُهُ سَبَبًا لِمَوْتِ أُمِّهِ Have you, يعني, what if, that keeping or allowing the child in the womb to, to, to continue, that it will, be, it will result in the death of the mother. Right? So that was one of the issues that came up. So here, uh, the Qail, as the Ibn, Ibn, Ibn Thaymeen, he mentions that if a person wants to say this, and he says, so now here, um, يعني, we go ahead with the abortion, so that the mother stays alive. And so, the janin and the fetus, and the child now, which as we mentioned is a life, after 40 days, after يعني, uh, 4 months, then um, يعني, it is to be aborted. So this is if a person says this, if a person says this. Because there's, a, there's fear that the mother will die. The answer to this, Sheikh Ibn Thaymeen, he mentions, is that it's possible that those people who يعني, come to this conclusion, not by way of proofs, Principles in the Quran and in the Sunnah, but by way of them, يعني, deducting this by way of their intellect and thinking that this is the best thing to do. He says 
that we say, and our response to this is that it is obligatory um, that we don't abort it. Not allowed to abort it. Even if the doctors say that it is harmful to the mother. And that if the child was to remain in the womb, then it will, the mother will be destroyed and she will die. And they may use, as, a, يعني, as an argument, the fact that um, if we abort, then the mother will stay alive. And if we don't abort, then both will die. Then both will die. So they use this as an argument. The, mother, the, the, the child will die, and the mother will die. And so, um, يعني, إذا حلك إذا حلكت الأم حلك الجنين فيحلك فيحلك نفسان. يعني they say that if we يعني if the mother dies then the child will also die so two souls will die two people will die. وإذا أخرجناه حلك الجنين لكن الأم تسلم. However, if we يعني destroy the 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 child. Or that which is in the womb, then the mother is safe. The answer, the Sheikh, he says that this is a, يعني, a, a, a corrupt opinion. He says because the killing of a soul, the killing of another person or another soul to save another life is not allowed. It's not allowed. Therefore, if we were to assume now a scenario that there are two men, كَانَ فِي السَّفَرِ كَانَ suffering that they were on a journey in a desert land they didn't have anything with them one of them was an elder man an elder person and the other was 10 years old or nine years old as Sheikh Ibn Amin he mentions here and so the 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 man the elder man he he's hungry and he's going he's going to die due to starvation um, and if he wasn't to eat, then he would, he would die. Here he says that it's not, it is not allowed for the kabir, for the elder one, to now kill the younger one in order for him to stay alive. In order for him to stay alive. Not allowed. And also the sheikh, he mentions that um, if we were to uh, يعني, present the scenario where there's a child who would die due to يعني, starvation and the elder one um, or the adult يعني, will remain
And in summary, uh, what the Sheikh is saying that it is not permissible, not allowed to kill another person in order to save one's life. And the Sheikh here mentions that it was from the madhab of Imam Ahmed, and that which is يعني, well known from his madhab is that in this situation that we gave, that it is not permissible, not permissible to. Uh, يعني, uh, to kill the deceased, uh, to kill the, um, the, the other person in order to eat from his flesh, to stay alive. Because the Messenger of Allah وسلم, he said, that يعني, breaking the bone of the deceased is like breaking his bone when he's alive. Uh, and so, yani, uh, slaughtering the, 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 the deceased is like slaughtering when yani, he's alive. So here in this situation, the Sheikh he mentions concerning the original matter, that is that the, concerning the miscarriage, that the janine, that fetus, if we were to say that if we were to keep the fetus in the womb, and allow the mother to give birth, then يعني, they say that it will cause death to the mother, and so we يعني, abort the, the child. Uh, and so here the sheikh, he mentions that it is not allowed. It is not allowed to, to do that. And similar to this, something that we, we studied also in, uh, in the university, when discussing the principles of fiqh, is something similar to this, that if a person was to hold you, let's say, at gunpoint, and gave you a knife and said, kill this other person, but if you, and if you don't kill him, I'm going to kill you. Then here, in this situation, in this situation, we're talking about someone who is forced now, at gunpoint, a Muslim who is forced at gunpoint, or some, some, something similar to this, and he said to him, يعني, uh, <coughs> Either you kill him, either you kill him or I will kill you. In this situation now, it is not allowed for the Muslim to say, I'm forced, I will kill him. Because that which is well known from the principles of fiqh is that if a person is faced with two situations or more than one evil, then he should take the lesser. He should take the lesser. And in this situation, as it, uh, as it concerns the killing of another person, then here, if he has two options before him, either he obeys and he kills the other person, and that by way of that now, he has killed a soul. He is a means to killing another soul. Even though he was at gunpoint, yes. But he had the choice to allow him to live, and he dies. However, in the first scenario, if he was to kill the other person, then he is a means to him dying. If he was to refrain, then he would still be alive and he would die. But he would have caused his own death. In reality, it's the person at gunpoint, holding a good point, that would kill him. You understand? So he hasn't caused his death. 
يعني it's the person who يعني a good point who chooses to kill him. So in this situation here, as the scholars they mentioned from the Quran the Fiqhiyya, like Imam Sadi he mentioned, وَإِنْتَزَاهَمَ عَدَدَ الْمُصَالِحِ يُقَدَّمَ الْأَعْلَى مِنَ الْمُصَالِحِ In the opposite situation, that if you have a situation where there are there you have the option to do يعني more than one good thing, then you choose the better of them, the better and the that which is better. The opposite, وَإِنْتَزَاهَمَ عَدَدَ الْمُفَاسِدِ يُقَدَّمَ الْأَدْنَى مِنَ الْمُفَاسِدِ But if you're faced in the situation where you have two evils, two evils, and in this situation, you give preference to the lesser. You give preference to the lesser. So in this situation, it's, 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 it, the lesser of the situation is what? That, يعني, that you don't take the soul of this person and be a means to the killing of this person. But rather, يعني, um, you leave that and يعني, the death of your own self is upon the one who has brought about the scenario. Uh, and so the Sheikh, he mentions here, just to finish on this particular issue of abortion, after the four months, he says, لا يلزم من حلاك الأم أن يحلك الجنين لا سيما في وقتنا الحادر It doesn't necessitate that if the mother is going to die, that the fetus or the child will also die. Especially in these times with the, te- with the technology. إذ من الممكن إجراء عملية سريعة لإخراج الجنين فيحيا. Since it is, يعني possible that they perform an operation and uh, يعني quick operation and they take out the child, um, and so the child uh, remains alive. And so here again in 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 summary what the Sheikh is saying that uh, the point at which the soul is blown in to the uh, to the womb then it is not permissible at all to, um, to take the life of that, of that child. And, لو أنه مات هذا الجنين في بطن أمه من عند هذا من عند الله. This is من عند الله. That if the, the child was to die, the child was to die in the womb, or يعني, uh, uh, the point of birth, then that is from Allah. That is from Allah. However, to abort, that is from you. To abort, that is from you. You have, cho- you have chosen to do that. La yalzim and tamut here. And it doesn't... Yani, it's not guaranteed that she will die. You don't know that. You don't know that. So this is... Yani, the end of that hadith al-rabi'ah. Uh, the question has come on, I believe we answer that. Is it permissible to put your own life in great, in great danger to save another life? I believe... What we discussed uh, answers that. Afaq Allah al-Jami'ah, al-Imam al-Hibu wa yarda'a, wa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam al-Nabi Muhammad, wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in.